Hello, everyone. Uh, today's podcast is for discussion, uh, getting to know each other in the faculty. Uh, Quentin Bernhold is the first one. He's an assistant professor. He teaches course communications, theory, and family communication. Next, we have Jenny Crowley. She's an assistant professor. She specializes in interpersonal communication with specific research interest in stigma and supportive communication. Um, Next, we have Michael Kataski. He's an associate professor, uh, expertise in the social cognitive process of social influence and an interpersonal small group communication. Next, we have Virginia Kupertz. He's an associate dean for academics, internationally and nationally known for their expertise in the workplace privacy. Um, She has over 50 publications that include original copies of the contribution to privacy in workplace. Uh, Next, we have Laura Miller. She's an associate professor, uh, director of the study abroad, interpersonal and health communication. Um, She has her bachelor's, her master's and her PhD from the University of Urbana Champagne. Um, the next is Emily Paskowitz. She's an assistant professor. She has her PhD at North Dakota State University in group and organizational communication, relational issues in groups as well. John Runch, professor, um, expertise in psychological uh, processing of organizations, teams, Cognition, uh, communication, and mindfulness. Next, we have Michelle Valenti. She's an associate professor. Uh, Her research interest is uh, specifically organizational leadership, culture, and language. Next, we have Courtney Ann Wright. Um, She's the director of undergraduate studies and honors program. She's an associate professor. Um, Her program examines interpersonal communication and conflict in professional and educational settings, Um, cognitive processing, confrontational behavior, social influence, etc. Particularly, she uh, is interested in challenging interactions. And lastly is John um, Haas which he is the Director of Communication Studies as an associate professor. He has his uh, bachelor's, master's, PhD. His master's came from the University of Kentucky as well as his PhD. And his bachelor's actually came from the University of Louisville. Um, And that is in Organization Studies. Um, Now, one particular... uh, article I read for him was a communication metamyth in the workplace. The assumption that more communication is better. Um, personally, don't th- I personally don't think more communication is better um, for everyone. There's some people that just needs a bit of piece of information uh, from the workplace. Uh, whoever's in charge, they just need that bit of piece of information. Um, and then boom, they're good. They're ready to go. They can do everything that they're asked. Um, they know what they have to do. Um, also, they can share the information, the new information of uh, what's expected to be done or what's expected in general. Um, 
I personally have interest in this because I know for myself that not commute, not always more communication is better for me. And then sometimes that more communication is better for me, depending on the situation and setting that I'm in. Um, but I guess an overall, um, on the overall spectrum, I guess that more communication is better, um, from the study, um, from one paragraph, it says, uh, thus one reason that organization members make use of the grapevine may be due to perceptions that the amount of information received from management or those in authority is inadequate. Our findings concerning the grapevine are consistent with those of, um, Harcourt Richardson and Waiter, Waiter, 1991 in their survey of over 3,500 middle managers in the United States. These researchers found that the grapevine was perceived to be a better source of information than formal communication channels. In fact, for one information subject promotion opportunities, the grapevine was rated as the best source of information by 49.1% of the responders, respondents, excuse me, Harcourt, um, at, uh, AL point nine, 1991, page 357, finding that organization members desire significantly less information from the grapevine may also be an artifact of survey item. The term grapevine is typically associated with rumors and gossip, which are seen as harmful to the organization and its members. However, in interviews, organization members describe the grapevine as carrying a wide variety of information. For example, two-thirds of the interviewees at the health care facility stated that Grapevine carried work-related information. Managers in the organization often admitted to purposely gathering Grapevine information to find out what was really going on at the institution. So, uh, we've all used the term through the Grapevine. Well, yes, through the Grapevine is awesome. But it's better when it comes from um, uh, the source itself, such as the authority itself. Um, it's better when you can um, get it that way. Um, but sometimes it is a setup, though. It can, uh, sometimes it is a setup, though, through, like, um, the manager. He could be choosing to see how effective that is. Uh, he may could just get it to one person, and then that one person can get it to everybody. But sometimes more communication is better to come from the authority itself, just because you know exactly what you have to do within the realms of um, acting accordingly already. Um... The desire for more communication clearly transcended organizational boundaries with the exception of the great five members of each organization generally desired more information than they were um, receiving from the sources in the channels measured. So um, that's today's uh, podcast for the discussion. And that was getting to know uh, the facts and not the facts, excuse me, the faculty and um, others a little bit more. Thank you for listening.